You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Also the home of a two-time father. You're welcome. Also the home of a man on one hour's sleep. Also the home of the freshest mullet in the podcast game. That being one Edward Simpson. How are you, my friend? Good, mate. Good. Good to be here. How are you? Mate, I'm good. Hectic. I'm, yeah, I haven't slept. I have had, Well, I tell a lie. I've had about 58 minutes of sleep over the last 48 hours. Um, I am now the proud father of another daughter, Zoe Birmingham. Zoe Estelle Birmingham. You. Official second daughter of the podcast. Fucking oh. Cute as a button. Cute as a button. Um, went into labour. Steph did, not me. Midnight, Sunday night. Were you asleep? No. Were you woke? You weren't woke. I up? knew that it was en route. Like it was coming. She'd been having some fucking latent cramping, I believe is the term. That could be wrong though. Not the Higgs boson or whatever. No, no. <laughs> the Higgs boson. No, Braxton Higgs. Braxton Higgs. Talented flag footballer. Higgs boson, I believe, a particle they discovered at the uh, at the Hadron Collider. That's right. That's a very good point. And they had prof- prof- hypothesized that it existed. They did, they but they needed existed. the proof, and then you they needed just, to get things going. They quick built enough. a massive tunnel, fucking forty k's, and they yeah. Switzerland and France, like a big. It's the I think it's the biggest science. No, experiment. that was a big. That was a big science experiment. Yeah, big lift. Yeah, like that would win you any you know year two science. That's experiment. right. Well, shout out to the Higgs boson. Yeah, shout we're out. off we're, topic. I don't know what the Higgs does either, but that's again we are. I think off it topic. gives weight to things. That's exactly, like, no, why, that's exactly why does it is, shit yeah. weigh so much? Must be something else there. Something Where makes is it weigh. Where is it? There's Higgsy. There's Higgsy boy. There he is. Now, so I no, don't, not Higgs boson. No, not Higgs boson. Just, just yeah, Brax, just and not Braxton Higgs. And not Braxton either. Higgs. Higgs. Just contractions. Right. Okay. So they started happening. They, she was getting a few of them, like preparatory ones. I think Saturday night. So you knew it was sort of close, but it wasn't like a waters broke or anything. It was just like oh, a bit uncomfortable, and then it went away. So Saturday night, I was in bed, nice and early. I was like, if this thing kicks off, I want to have at least had a couple of fucking hours under my belt mm. Sunday night for whatever reason knowing full well that that was a smarter decision I was up watching fucking bloopers from always sunny in Philadelphia until basically until I knew I wasn't able to go to sleep so contractions were so bad that we were now in the thick of it and me trying to sleep would have been neglecting my duties as but do you think that you knew deep down it was going to come then and you just wanted to distract yourself you just wanted to get a bit of fucking always sunny you, you know, know what, what? Like like some, maybe, some sort of weird way maybe was this was this your like last chance at like you know putting the feet up putting the fur possibly but to be honest <laughs> when it comes to this life Eddie this life of children there's no greater putting your feet up than being completely asleep. That's the greatest form of feet up you can have. Anyway, uh, in there, you know, started at midnight and then by 6 a.m. this morning, we had a little baby girl. Didn't know. It was a surprise. We Um, knew. Huh? Well, I knew. I fucking knew I was going to be a father of girls. No issue with that. But I knew that that was going to be the case. I had you penciled in for a girl. I also had you penciled in for a Sunday night birth. What, last night? Well, Ella said the other day, she's like, when do you reckon you'll have it? I go, I reckon Sunday night. I go, I go to, oh, I really? Go to, yeah. Well, I have a lot to do on Monday, so I kind of feel I just, like that's, that's the time what I, to I do just it, felt right? like That's what I felt like was going to happen. We no. are doing this slightly later than usual punters. Yeah, we are. We are. But Tom goes a big lift for all I of you. Yeah, you know what it was? I, I had my second child, well, Steph did, and then I was at home. She's still in the hospital. I had an hour's sleep, and then I woke up. I sat bolt upright in bed and went, Holy fuck, the punters and the dribblers. And I just got up, threw my clothes on and sprinted here. I was like, I can't let him down. Yeah, he ran here. I ran here. And I didn't sweat because I'm fucking 92 kilos and just killing it. Um, Not true. Was 92 kilos though, but that's neither here nor there. Except that it's 110 kilograms. Was or am? I was when I checked, but I haven't checked for a little while. Okay. But how did it all go? Mate... It, so the first time with Evie... Because you've done it. Well, I've you've done it. But, but the first time we did it with Evie, 42 hours long, this one's six. Big difference. But it was a fucking... It didn't, you didn't know which bit was labour and which bit wasn't. It was kind of over fucking, you know, a couple of days and it was a wig out. And then Steph ultimately had an epidural. Had to, everything had to sort of happen because it was going for so long the baby was in distress. Steph had made a big point about going like... Because she's a, she's a Balkan bulldog herself 
Croatian Serbian descent. She was like, I want to do this fucking thing without any pain medication. Apparently, when you do give birth naturally, and you just finally like it comes, the baby comes out. The body is fucking pumped with some like crazy endorphins, and it's like a high, which I saw firsthand. Oh, she went. She's looking to get in there and fucking. She, she's just get a, high as a She's kite. just a junkie, mate. That's all it is. <laughs> she's just a junkie. She's an she's endorphin just a junkie. junkie. In, well, aren't we all? Well, exactly. But she. It was just. It was actually crazy to see what the woman's body can do. It's absolutely mental how fucking painful it looks like and what they go through and like the primal screams you get out of them we're like holy shit dude <laughs> holy fuck and like the and and also just like the you know you're like this i'm in the thick of nature right now like i could have david attenborough fucking looking at me the david attenborough of space you know what i mean whoever the ga galactic david attenborough is could be looking in on us right now. I don't. Th I think if there is a galactic David <laughs> Attenborough, he's covered this pillar to post. Hundred percent. Well, exactly. The so, primal screams. Yeah, the primal the, screams of the, the human homo being. Saving, yeah. Well, that have a different name. But well, you that's get it. true. But that you bit like we'd assume that. Oh, they might be like they call themselves. They call themselves Homo sapiens. Although, because there is such a gulf in intelligence, maybe they don't even understand us. Um, you know what I mean? It's much like the ants. Um, <laughs> So people often use that analogy. They do. Yeah, I didn't come up with it. I'll be honest with you. Oh uh, no, you didn't. I'm sitting here in Sunnies as well, Punishables. If you're watching the video, my eyes are very sore. It's again not much sleep. Do I look cool as well with this shirt? I mean, maybe it works. Maybe it's the brown, the maple leaves. I don't know. Um, so she, we do it in the bath though. Primal bath birth. I didn't know you were penciled in for a primal bath birth. So part of what it is is like with the, whatever she signed up with, it's like a midwife clinic or something. That's part like something you can sign up to or you've got to get in early like because a lot of mums want to do it or expecting mums want to do it. Um, get in early. As so in like, like as soon as you find out you're pregnant, you book in with this thing. So then in nine months time, right. it's something like that. Do your own research if sure. you want to fucking know. But <laughs> Compared to when we just like gave birth in some fucking sweat, like, you know, just some room last time. This was like a nice tranquil thing. It had a double bed, had like a really tranquil like painting of like a forest on one of the walls, had a big bath in this ensuite bathroom. And like, it was just very fucking chill. And we had a midwife who was basically just with us the whole time. Didn't really get too involved, just like let it happen. She didn't. The midwife didn't really do anything. Like, as in, she obviously did. They're amazing. Midwives are fucking amazing. That like to do these jobs, like to, for that to be your job, you just, just pushing them out. Well, not like pushing in them there, out. Helping them, monitoring them, like looking at like their fucking, you know, like everything. Yeah. It's wild. It's a wild way to fucking earn a crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like wild shit today. Wild shit. You like after the after Zoe came. Uh, See what annoys me? One thing I hate that chicks love to say, welcome Earthside. Soon as Zoe came Welcome up, Earthside? Yeah, so it's like, well, like, welcome Earthside. Is that Earth a thing? Yeah, it's a thing for like influencer mums, I would say. Never seen it, never heard of Bruh. it. Bruh. Earthside. Welcome Earthside. But and I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, digesting that much fucking content. You mum know influ I mean? Mummy influence Not content. really, no. Yeah. And, and you're better off for it. So while we're on that, influencers who are, what, a million followers, like the best bodies on planet Earth. I don't know if you see this, Eddie, because I see this one. This one fucking, this one puts an irikanji up my pee hole, I can tell you. When they go, they try and put like a body positivity post out and they're like, it's okay to not have like flattering photos. And it's like some chick with the fucking best rig ever trying to like contort her body to look fat and be like, look, I take shit photos as well. And you're like, bruh, you look, you look fucking... You look like you might have like kidney stones or something. You're like in such pain trying to double over, trying you're trying so hard to show me that you have fat on your rolls, body, which yeah. you don't. Yeah. That's by the by. But I had to mention that as well. Because that's been on my I don't mind. think I don't think there'd be many people out there that'll begrudge that comment on. No. But anyway, so Zoe comes Earthside. <laughs> yep. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. She was so, already on Earth, but anyway. She was already on Earth, but she's now Earthside. She just wasn't living in a sack. I'm, she's not living in a sack anymore. Look, I'm with you, dude. But before this morning, she wasn't Earthside. Yeah. If you consult some 
influence a mom. Now she's Earth side. Now she's Earth side. She, she enjoying it. She enjoying this this side of Earth. Loving it. But we're in a bath, dude. This is what was crazy. We weren't planning a bath, but you've got all these options. How high is the water? You've got to have your. They, they they have to be underwater. Like I don't remember exactly why, but they were saying like Steph's ass had to be underwater the whole time, and. As it's getting to so like, so you can go in there to this this room of tranquility, yeah. as described by yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and choose what your flavor is, dude. It's like pick your own fucking pick your own path, and it was like she. It, what's in there for the fathers, or is it all, bro? Like, the fa- This is it. Like, is I, there like a bottle of scotch in the corner, no, dude? Just in case you need to fucking mate. If you take the edge off, if you have, like, you know. A lot of dudes, like you and I, for example, we cruise through life with a lot of faux bravado and, you know, confidence that, you know, uh, probably doesn't tell the truth of inner turmoil, <laughs> insecurity. But like, you know, just, just being your normal self, the way you are confident around your friends or whatever the fuck it is. When you are in this situation where all you're trying to do is the right thing and you don't know what the fuck that is. Did like, you take your cards? My what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Steffi had like all these things to try and like help have the birth go the best way as possible because with Evie it was fucked up. So I had little cards to like reminders of shit to do when we're in the throes of it. Or then when we arrive there, like, you know, give these notes over to the midwife so that she knows exactly how I want it. Like these are some words that like instead of saying pain, you say pressure. Instead of saying contraction, you say surge. Like try and reframe the way they they hear things to help them like push through if they don't want uh, like medication and shit. Yeah. And so there's just a times where I'm like frantically like running around trying to do shit, just like this fucking idiot getting in the way. And like, <laughs> as we got there and then I'm like quickly, like she's got a contraction. So I'm massaging her back and then it's like stops for a second. So then I quickly try and get up to go and get this card to go and give <laughs> the nurse. Like, this is the stuff we, she needs us to not say this shit. Like, da-da-da. And like, I go to like ruffle, through the fucking the bag to get it and then as i'm running over and steph sees me and just like are you running well it's like i'm not sprint the rooms are big enough to run but i'm like moving with like haste yes. because i don't want her to hit another contraction while i'm fart assing around in my bag but as i'm like coming back like fumbling these papers she's seen me seen what i'm doing and in just the most like stop it way it was just like we are so far beyond what I want and need. Like I'm in so much fucking pain. All 99% of the things that I was like, had planned are out the fucking window, right? <laughs> like I've got a human coming out of my vagina. Just get, get it together and stop fart assing around. Like put the fucking papers down. That was all conveyed with just this flick of the hand. And I'm like, thank God I didn't go up to this midwife. It's like, um, so, 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 so anyway, this is, this is what we need to do. So the notes went out the window. Notes went out the window. Okay. It was just massage the fuck out of her back and give positive, like, you can do this, push through, blah, blah, blah. Don't do the fucking... It is a hard thing, though, to try and talk someone off the painkiller ledge when I'm like, I would be... I would have had was the she, pain. Was she trying to talk you into it? Only once. She's like, she didn't want it. She didn't want it. That was a whole thing. She didn't want it. And then she only had one time where she was like, fuck, I can't do this. Give me some fucking pain meds. And I was like, I had to talk her down. Well, not even like, I just had to be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not what you want. It's not what you want. But I'm like... Who the fuck am I to tell you what you want right now? It looks like hell. It looks like absolute hell. I remember last time with Evie, you were like, saying no to pain medications, like getting your teeth ripped out in the chair without getting knocked <laughs> yeah, out. God, I'm like, nah. fuck that. I just want to know what it feels like. I remember when they said to the op, they even gave the option of getting your teeth out. Like, oh, you can get them out in the chair. You'll be drugged up. You won't feel or you can get knocked out. I'm like, knock me the fuck knock out, me. bro. I don't want to feel what my head shaking. What are you talking shaking? about? I don't want to fucking have the sensation of teeth getting ripped out of my mouth. The f- last thing I want to feel is you ripping teeth out of my mouth. Knock so, me out. But so that gives co- some context as to where I would be. I'd be, I'd be reaching for the d- button, bro. I think most dudes Pump just me like, up. But again, you know... I guess we don't have necessarily anything really bespoke specific to our gender other than pissing standing up. Whereas like women, birth is like, you know, a large part of being a woman. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's certainly, it's certainly, certainly part of it. It's Tom. certainly part of it. it, it, is, it, is, it is it our pissing standing up? It may well be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, Eddie. But that's not to... 
That's not to take away from the birth. That's no, more I'm just not to taking say, away. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, oh, that's I'm all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> that's all we've got. Yeah. It sits proudly alongside <laughs> pissing standing up. It's all we got. It's all we've got. And we're proud of it. Absolutely we are. I could fucking, I could piss into a cup from two metres <laughs> if I was, if I need to go. <laughs> Mate, like I can, I can piss a fair way up a wall if <laughs> yeah. I got to go, and I and yeah. I lean back and really give. If it If I time. really give it for like, I reckon I probably got like five seconds of like what do you glory. Get, what do you reckon? 10? Like height? Yeah, ten foot. Ten. F- yeah, I reckon you could probably hit a basketball hoop. Do you reckon? <laughs> Actually, no. Like dude. On your best day, it'd have to be your best day. It'd have to probably be like morning wood. Really need to piss. Yeah, you'd you'd have to have a bit of wood. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you couldn't do it soft. <laughs> you need something because you need blood squeezing it through. Hundred <laughs> percent. And on on your best, on your day, best day, I reckon. I reckon you're a chance. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's why we're so proud that's, to piss yeah, Danny up because we up. can accomplish crazy things like that. <laughs> <laughs> when Zoe goes back and listens to this episode, <laughs> one day. Yeah, look, Steph can have kids, but. <laughs> but he can piss up a wall if he wants to. <laughs> On his best day. On his best day, slightly hard, ideally. <laughs> well. Yeah. Because if, if you're too hard, it's hard to piss at all. Well, you can't be too hard. No, you can't be rock hard. <laughs> you got to be about 80%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree with 80%. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, are we? I don't know. Basically, Zoe. I'm going to try Zoe. So um, what's crazy, though, about giving birth in the bath is that they babies don't need to take a breath, right? Because they're in the fucking. So once she came out, she was just sitting. When do they need to stop breathing? What do you start mean? breathing? Only once they come out of the, like the. So it's essentially like I'm still in fluid. She, dude, she came out and was sitting on the bottom of the bath. It wasn't for very long at all, but the image is fucking, foot like crazy, but just kind of shot out, and then was just sitting there. And we looked down and Steph's like, "Can I pick her up?" And they're like, "Yeah." But like, wouldn't you don't have to? It's not like she was drowning. It's like she's all good. She's not breathing. She's still connected to the umbilical cord. You could leave her down there for, mate. You could have nipped out. You could have nipped down the road to get a coffee if you wanted to. <laughs> Obviously, still connected to the umbilical. Of cord. course, if it allowed. If the umbilical cord was long enough, you could have nipped down to the yeah the pub. You could have nipped down. Yeah, watch fucking, watch a few dishes. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone down and jumped on a couple of dishes, <laughs> then got back up there and gone. All right, and it would it would have been like like you missed nothing. No, no, it just would have been like she moved into a bigger womb for a couple of yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, so water warm? Yeah, warm bath. And just fucking, mate, it's just, it's crazy. And Steph, just an absolute weapon, trooper. So you were in the bath? I was sitting along like on the sides of it and helping out and massaging and like holding it up. And then as soon as it was go time, I was in boardies anyway. Just I was going to say, what do you wear? Yeah, boardies. I was in trackies when I got there, but I bought boardies. Thank God, eyes up footy. Um... And then, is boardies like, is that the, like, are you encouraged to wear boardies? Would yeah, they rather yeah, we'll be in dickies? Are they, would you, oh, like, like do they have the a preference? Well, I was going to wear a fucking, uh, I was going to wear my nippers outfit from, you know, back when I did nippers. You know, and wear the hat. <laughs> yeah. The, the, like, the, is that, is that top preference? That was what I wanted to do. I was encouraged against it. Even though I thought, you know, I did my best work at Nippers, it would only make sense to sort of try and recreate that. Well, day. your best, you were you at your best around water when you were doing Nippers. Mm. I can see the connection. Yeah, I was I was advised against it heavily, so I just opted for board shorts, which is fine. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as like, uh, as soon as the baby came out, did you I, wear a rashy? <laughs> wouldn't that just? No, I didn't wear a rashy. But I mean, would I have looked better with one on in the situation? I think that's a that's a real question. You almost just for the photo, put a rashy on, <laughs> just have one. Go, hold on, quick, let me whack one on. No, but I mean, what a fucking you're rifling through the old the old family photo, and you see dad in a rashy in a bath. <laughs> Why is he wearing that? Uh, you know, fucking bit insecure, I think. 
They made us. They made yeah, us. They made us. <laughs> yeah, it was a hospital issue. Why does it say rip curl on it? Fuck off, next page. Let's look at some other photos. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bath births. Who the fuck came up with that? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, no, didn't do the rashy. Right. But okay. should I have? Yeah. Well, mate, you, well, you've dropped fucking... I've dropped a bit. You've but dropped it's a not, bit. But so I'm you're, not. Are you in, you're in Bath. You're in Bath, Nick. Yeah, but I'm not Joel Edgerton in Sparrow, Nick. Yeah. I saw well. Sparrow the other night, and now that's who I want to look like. That's my ideal body. I wasn't Joel Edgerton in Sparrow. Sure. But I was... Few are. Uh, I, that's true. Not few, but you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty you are. <laughs> plenty. There's plenty. I'm just not. If Love Island's anything to go off. I haven't watched it, but I know they're all fucking jacked. Anyway, that's that, dude. Now I've got two girls. Mum so and what's the morning well. been like? Uh, bro, like just sitting around just skin to skin, which is really nice. Like, you know, the baby's just laying on you, hanging out. Mm. Breastfeeding straight away. Love that. Happy, not crying. Just what's like the word for that? Latched, latching, latch straight away. Look at me, mate. Look at you, dude. I remember. I just remember this. You're ready shit. to rock. You'll fucking have it soon enough. Um, but yeah, mate, nothing. Just hanging out. Her and Steffi. Funnily enough, as well, my friends, friend of the show, Alex Newby, and his beautiful wife, Matea. Congratulations to them. They also had a baby like two days before us. And we just bumped into them in the hallways. We were like, "Holy fuck! How cool is this?" Both of their little babies. Um, so that was wild, but yeah, just went up to the like room. Steffi's got to stay in there for like one or two nights just to sort of like, you know, have be monitored and all this bullshit. I went home. I was under the impression you could fucking. Bro, no, you could leave four hours afterwards. You could leave four hours afterwards, but there was like something they wanted to monitor. Like everything's all good, but they're like some procedural thing with something. Like they were like, we will monitor probably for 24, 48 hours. Yep. So. They'll both be in there, but it's fucking crazy, dude. Tiny. What'd you do with What'd you do with Evie? Evie Rose, my mum came around. Shout out to Annabelle, Uh, Nana. She came around at like two in the morning and looked after Evie. Evie was asleep, so she didn't have to worry. Um, Dude, you feel like you're cheating on your kid a little bit because now I've got a new kid and I'm like holding this baby, and then I'm like, you know, I've bonded with Evie over what is it, almost two years, and she's like, you know, daddy's little girl. I, she's got me completely fucking wrapped. I'm an absolute soft cock when it comes to Evie. So then you're like, oh, dude, I feel a little bit bad. Like I've got this new kid who I don't really know and I'm sort of treating like you. But, I mean, obviously that's not a rational way to think. No. But I assume but other people you, I, I will be able to feel that. Logic. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon people would, that would make sense to some people. If not, whatever. But anyway, I mean, that's it. That's it. Well done, buddy. Thanks, guys. Proud Thanks, you, everyone. I didn't the punter and the shit. dribbler are proud of you. Well done to Steph. I didn't do anything. Steph is a fucking weapon. Well, you showed up, mate. I did show up. And I, you know, I fumbled around the room. I That's got it. My you, you played your role. You, you played, played your role. Played my role. And shout out to the midwives. Caitlin, I think her name was. But midwives in general. She sounds fabulous. Huge lift to do that every fucking day. I'm not surprised Steffi fucking knocked it out of the park. No, neither am I. Neither am I. But I, it's like, I was like, I, I again, because I've just fucking predicted everything here. Yeah. I was like, she'll fucck it. She'll smash it. Ella's like, do you reckon? I'm like, yeah, yeah. There was something. Okay, she's, she's a fucking, you know, Steph. She's like, got she's it. When she's got something in her mind, yeah. she wants to do it. She'll do it. She can do it. She'll fucking, yeah. she'll, she'll kill it. She's um, like, yeah, I think I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. And then there you go. Ripped and Ted. Love it. Um, I mean, I feel like it's all been about me. You okay? How are you? I'm good, mate. You sure? I went to the pub, you know what I mean? Got a I mullet, though. Got a mullet. Got my hair cut, punters and dribblers, really pumped. Shout out to the barber. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Defo. He's one shot. Yeah, mate. But you got the mullet. Got it. Well, Did you? He went a bit short. Let me see. Right. Take the hat off. He went a bit short. Yeah, but I think that's all right. That's how, when, I, when we were talking about it, I think that's how I envisaged but it. But now I know the process. Yeah. I will be able to, as you said, talk them through it. Talk them through it. Yeah. And now that I've seen how the fucking the sausage is made. Sausage is made. I'm like, what the fuck is that saying? Yes. But once that grows out a little bit as well, and obviously you're talking to the neo of hairdressing here. Once that grows out a little bit, it'll 
But that's what I mean. And then I can start to fucking fumble around. But it was long before Punisher yes. Dribblers. It was fucking long. Ella is as stoked as any woman's ever been. That it's trimmed up? Yeah, she was over Does it. she like this as well? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She it's cool. fucking hated my outfit. <laughs> like, she despised it. The afro into the beard, she's like, I can't even look at you anymore. You are fucking grotesque. And I'm like... She's like trying to hide your fucking afro under your hat all the time. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm aware. Yes, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> There's not much else I can do that. She's like, you could cut it yourself like Tom. And I'm like, yeah, but Tom... Is the neo of hairdresser. Yeah, but he's cut his teeth on the fucking borders, yeah, mate. Yeah. I have, what have I got? I'm, I'm, I'm a veteran of this game. I'm in, I need one, though. I, need, I, I fuck, like, I've got some absolutely ghastly little bits that I missed whenever I cut my hair last that are just like mm. these long, ratty-esque pieces. Anyway, Eddie. But, mate, I'm good. Fucking same old same for me, mate. Good. Great. Grand. Should we talk some sport? I reckon. That's why we're here. That's why of. we're here. Sort of. Sort of. We need to just talk shit, really. But, sport. well, before we get into the sport, I wanted to just make a special shout-out to all of the punters and the dribblers for their Kempy memes yes. over the last couple of days because they've obviously taken the punters and dribblers by storm. Um, now... Would you say six days in that maybe it's done its dash as like a content piece? Maybe. But there have been some fucking absolute pearlers. There's been some rip snorters. It started kicking off on like Friday, mm. I think. And then they were getting pretty good. I'm like, these are fucking funny. We put a post up and then they started really Rolling in again. Now there's shitloads of them. Shitloads of them. And they're fucking funny. But, you know, look, shout he's, out to, shout out to the beef. Out, he's only been gone a week. <laughs> he's been gone a week and everyone's like, what the fuck is he's going on? He's one week of content. This will be the second. Yeah. But it's well, only Monday. There you go. Well, the punter and the dribbler are fucking, you know what I mean? Like they, They're junkies they, for content. They're junkies for dribble. Yeah, and for yarn. Dribble and yarn. Mostly dribble, but also for Well, yarn. yeah, dribblers are junkies for dribble and yarn. Also, shout out to our little mate, Dior Dave, who's not here at the moment because of yes. the change in time. And we forgot to tell him we were changing the time. Well, we got to think. We got to play a little bit of eyes up footy, given your situation. Yes. And eyes up footy, we have played, and Matt, because he's a legend, has stepped in. Stepped in. He was also here, <laughs> but he has stepped in. But Dior, shout out to Dior, who uh, we were illuminated to his mm. uh, behaviors on the weekend. Mm. I don't know if this is a like big for your boots. Look at me, I'm Dior Dave. We'll or make. Well, we'll just tell the punter on the dribble yeah. what happened, and you can make of what you will. A mate of mine, uh, Charlie, reached out to me. Um, so he was a mate. Well, I used to work with him. Yeah, so he's like a mate. He's not like fucking... He wasn't a random. I didn't send him a photo of fucking Evie being like Evie was born. He's not that close, but he's a guy I used to work with. And I would say he is a friend, but he's not like... He's not you, Eddie. Sure. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Um, but he sent me a message going, uh, if, you look at, if you feel like ripping on D or Dave, um, I was lining up for Beach Road on the weekend... And it was a fucking strict one-in, one-out policy because it was obviously heaving because it's the first weekend out of lockdowns. And Dio Dave and his fucking bunch of cronies. <laughs> cronies is a great word. They rocked in and they, they pulled the old, oh, I noticed something in the line that I know. It's the oldest string in the book. It's the oldest string in the book. We start talking and then we just... And they just, him and all of his cronies just cut the line right at the front and pushed in front of Charlie and his mates. I said to Charlie, I go, did you tell him to fuck off? And he's like, no, we didn't. We just let it go. I go, well. But that's what Dior and his cronies are banking they're on. They're banking on, you know what I mean? Good men to stand by and say nothing. That's how evil prevails. That's how, well, it's exactly right. It's exactly right. So make of that what you will, punters and dribblers. Does that is, surprise you? Doesn't surprise me. Is Dior Dave's too big for his boots? It, it might have been a mother of all lines, but it doesn't excuse it in my book. I will say this. It's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Is it the only trick in the book? How else does one infiltrate a line? It's a good question. Do you just, I mean, you can, if you are, you know, someone of D or Dave's status, which is fucking humongous at the moment, you know what I mean? Like he's, especially in Bondi, you know what I mean? He's that sort of area. Does, he just, does he just go up and fucking give a nod to the security guard at the front? I'm well, D or clearly, Dave. well, clearly, I, th I think if he was at that level, he would have. Yes. He's probably come up with like seven or eight cronies. Maybe they're like, A, I don't know who the fuck you are, back of the line. B, you got too many cronies. Too many cronies. I think it's probably too many cronies. Yeah. People know who Dior Dave is. Yeah, yeah. Secky's alive. Well, apparently that's why he was late on Monday as well. Uh, sorry, last week's podcast. When did we Thursday, fuck Thursday? Thursday. Because 
It's called the Thursday pod, remember? Yeah, sorry, dude. Again, I haven't slept. <laughs> um, I don't even know what day it is. He was late to recording on the Thursday pod because he was fucking getting flogged at Beach Road on Wednesday night. And he was like, you know, D or Dave and it all up around the fucking, oh, yeah, my podcast, fucking da da Because a, a friend of ours, uh, Ed Liston, saw him there. He did. Hey, he loves it down there. D or Dave, out there fucking just... The little line cutter. The little line cutting D or Dave. Is anyone surprised? I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. I wonder if he'd have lip on him. He'd be lippy. Like, not, he's, not a, he's not a brawler, but he's like a... Whether he'd be well, like he's a, clearly not a brawler. Well, no, I know that. He's clearly not a brawler. Unless he has just been hiding his black belt to us the whole time. I don't <laughs> imagine that's the case. I think that's probably something, yeah. Lift up the shirt. You lift the show up the every shirt. now. Well, Dave would. David Walker. David wears a fucking tie. <laughs> Do up his fucking hold up his pants. Yeah, I think he'd have a bit of lip on him. Yeah, I think he'd have a mouth on him in yeah. the right circumstances. In the right circumstances, with yeah. some large cronies. Yeah, with some cronies that are around him and a couple of rums in the belly. Now is it time to talk sport? It's got to be now. It has surely. to be. Partners and dribblers, before we get into the sport, I just want to turn your attention to the greatest biltong of all time. It's called Bareback Biltong. Yeah, the not old, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. The old school followers of ours would know that we did used to be sponsored by They were our very first sponsor. They kicked off the, you know, the, the incredible trajectory that was the ascent yeah. of the top of the heap. Now, Tom and I are sucker for fucking world-class biltong. You better believe we are. And I'm just going to have a couple of bites, and yeah. that's why I'm mentioning it. It's Locally owned out. and produced, 100% grass-fed Australian beef, mouth-watering flavours, the perfect partner for your beverage, for punning and dribbling. That's how we used to say it. That's how we used to sell it, wasn't it, Eddie? I can't remember. It fucking tastes so good, though. If you get how good it tastes, mm. unbelievable. Yeah. Not an ad. No, just no, like, no. I just like Biltong. I fucking love it. Apologies for everyone who's getting that ASMR fucking chewing of Biltong in the rear, but... Apparently, that, is that a, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't ASMR. get it. ASMR. I don't get it. What's ASMR stand for, Matty? ASMR. It's like audio something. Audio sensory. Autonomous sensory... Uh, meridian response. Meridian? Meridian response. Yeah. I don't know if people get horny from it or what, but it does something. Tingly sensation that typically begins on the scalp, scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine pleasantly. Yeah. It's like when people whisper into your ear. Mm. <laughs> um, Off topic. Shout out to Bareback Biltong um, for their early days support for us. Yeah. Go check them out. They're fucking good. The Biltong's legit. It's fucking legit. Um, I used to get, oh yeah, anyway, enough about the Biltong. Enough about Biltong, and the, it's for like the 10th time today, let's talk some sport. Um, Shane Warne, Eddie, yeah. of Lucky's Warney fame. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly in the last five, six five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, put out a tweet the other day, which he then shared across to Instagram to make sure that it received... Uh, the appropriate amount of, uh, I guess, awareness. I would love to help in any way I I can with a group of like-minded people to, all in caps, make Melbourne great again. Why do you quote that? Is that because he's just, like, no one said make Melbourne great again. Anyway. Who wants to help getting the city back to where it belongs? We were the most livable city in the world, in brackets, fact, and the sporting capital of the world too. Now, dot, dot, dot. I guess he's saying now they're not any of those things. And then he said, let's do this. Now, I mean, I've never been too fond of Melbourne as a place. Like, Steph lived there for like a year and I went down a couple of times. But, like, I've never loved it. Obviously, the MCG's dope. But just as, like, a place, no disrespect, I don't really care for it. How would you see Shane Warne's Melbourne? You know what I mean? What improvements need to happen? If you, if you let Shane Warne... If you give him, like, the fucking local portfolio or whatever it is for Melbourne... Yeah. I mean, are we seeing, like, nude murals of, like, Angelina Jolie instead well, of the I Melbourne think, street art? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I think first and foremost, Tom, you're going to have to tacky the joint up a bit. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't mind Melbourne. I've had some good times in Melbourne. But generally speaking, I go in there for a weekend, I usually get fucked up and I come around... <laughs> Like that's what I'm usually down there for. Yeah. I'm usually down there for the races or for a bucks or for a fucking some sort of party or getting get off 
whatever. I hate your airport, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the city, I don't mind. But it's not a tacky city. I don't cruise around in Melbourne and go, this place is tacky as fuck. It takes itself too seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not tacky enough. Now, if I'm Shane Warne and I'm running an eye over the city I love, the first thing I'm noticing is this place isn't tacky enough. Not even To your point, there should be nudes of Angelina Jolie on every corner. Instead of the bloody wanky fucking, you know, street art in Melbourne, let me get a photo in a lane where like, I want to have Angelina Jolie or maybe you're someone. With a bloody leg up. Leg up with With a big leg spread. With a cat. You know, with a cat face over a vagina yeah. or something. Yeah, well, tasteful. Maybe, but no, maybe not even. Well, I mean, I mean fuck. That's would, really would, going for it, isn't would it, it? Be, would it be surprising to you if Shane Warne commissioned straight art pieces like the Leg Spread series? <laughs> His, just the chicks he wants to root the most. <laughs> Nude on walls around well, the chick, Well, the, you know, his last... 50 private DMs or something. Yeah, yeah well, dude, them, yeah, just DMs painted on walls, though. <laughs> the actual DM put up on a wall. Instead of the, you know, was that like the stripper pole traffic lights? Yeah. Press the button, it's like... <laughs> and every traffic light has a, a stripper attached to it. Yeah. I don't know if attached is the right word, but it's essentially working the pole. Yeah, sure. Guys and girls. Um... I mean, you know, cigarettes allowed to be smoked liberally around town. I think so. Someone, a punter of the dribbler, put a great suggestion in the Instagram saying, no curtains anywhere in the city. <laughs> Everyone has to have their windows open. Windows open. Mm. I like that. I think that's fair. Shit, like, I mean, what did he like to drink? Was he champagne? Is he a champagne guy? Well, he's got he, his own gin. He's got his own gin. Mm. Is that sort of because obviously Shane's a shameless plugger of his own stuff? A hundred percent, he is. One hundred percent, he is. Again, I, I can't get away from. I think Shane just goes. He he would just make the city what he loves mm. in his honor, in, in his image, in his image. So you know, more statues of the great man. Free teeth whitening. <laughs> Free lipo. Botox. Free Botox. What about free, like free chin side, filler? You know, like there's like roadside like shoe shiners and shit in like Europe? Yeah. Roadside Botox. Here yeah. you go. Come here. Let me just blast a couple of CCs of this shit in your yeah. eyes. Instead of fucking, you know, instead of getting like job saver or job keeper, he's like, mate, you want to fucking, you want to threesome? You want to foursome? Oh. We've got a couple of turkins. Got a couple of. Here we go. Get down to kittens. Uh, get down to kittens. Free Android. Free. <laughs> Free tarts. I tell you what, it'd do a good, it'd do a shitload for productivity. Mate, the economy would be fucking booming if, yeah. if Warnie's free, down there free, handing out free, free tarts. <laughs> free tarts. That's, I mean, you want to make the He'd city great again. He'd run a Shane Warne. I'm running free for tar- mayor. Free yeah, tarts. <laughs> <laughs> he'd win on that too. I fucking oath he'd win on that. He'd run and win on free tugs. Because I mean, it only really benefits fifty percent of the population down there. But even the women, such as the the pull of Warney in Melbourne, they'd be like, "Oh, Shane." Yeah, well, mate, it takes. He's know, running on free. Tugs. Makes their job easier. <laughs> well, he's subsidising tugs, <laughs> so it's free. But it's you know. The, the no, no, no! It's free for the for the user and the tugger. For, for, for the tugger and the tuggee, it's free. Like as in, no, the, t- no, the, the government tugger, pays the tuggee. Yeah, the, no, the government pays the tugger. The tugger, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the tuggee's tugged for free. He's tugged for free, and the tugger paid by Shane. Yes, that's right. Yeah, in that's IOUs, promises <laughs> for money at some point. <laughs> These are legitimate. <coughs> I'm the mayor. Free bowling lessons. Yeah, I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. As you say, he'd, he could run on that. He'd win on that. I mean, what else do you do? I don't know what else Shane really has in him. Melbourne's pretty great now. Like, he'd consider yeah. it great. Well, that's it. That's all that's missing, I think. He's just... I think he's just like, there's no... I'm sick of paying for time. Because I don't know how to read that... that like-minded that individuals. His, but he's like... But he, I know, like-minded. It's like, <laughs> sure. Well, there's not like, many... Like, like-minded like, like you? Like you? There's not many people like you, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking... There's not many people like you at all. No. But what I'm saying is like most livable city, I'm sure it returns to that. The city hasn't really changed, has well, it? Well, it's just lockdown, right? I mean, you've been in a You take the pandemic. lockdown away and pretty it's similar. Same thing. Sporting capital, I don't see what changes. So maybe he's, he's literally going, 
I just want to fucking. This city's not for me anymore. No, it's not promiscuous enough. I can't find anywhere to get a fucking quick tug <laughs> for free. For free. <laughs> And it makes me sick. This isn't the Melbourne I, I grew up in. Nah, it makes me <laughs> ill. This isn't the Melbourne I love. Oh, I came to know and love. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, glad we got into some sport there. Um, yeah, we did. Great place to start. You yeah. can tell it's fucking October. Did you see that two fucking dead shit AFL fans broke protocol to sneak into WA to go to the grand final and they're now in jail for 10 months each. Fuck off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did they get caught? I don't know. I just saw it. Maddie, could you suss that? But yeah, 10 months each. That's a fucking long time. It is a long time. It's That's a, fu- a long time. That's a long time to, for, for being a scallywag. Mal Gowan. Is he the one that locked him up? Mal Gowan, yeah. It's McGowan, but they call him Mal Gowan. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, but I just, that name's just hilarious. Yeah, it's it is. Like, I think I you said Mal. No, I was in Mal Gowan. Yeah, Because yeah, that dribbler yeah. called up. A Melbourne him. bar owner and is, and dude, no joke, uh, a friend of mine, she dated one of these guys once. Uh, a Melbourne bar, who you know this chick, a Melbourne bar owner and his financial... I think I know who it is. A Melbourne bar owner and his uh, financial planner friend have each been jailed for at least, oh, three months. Why did I think 10 months? Because you're an idiot. Uh, that's not fair. Can you, Maddie, just try and see if there is any follow-up to 10 months? Um, for breaching... Three months is still a long time to be locked up. Um, breaching West Australia's border rules so they could attend the AFL Grand Final. Pran restaurant and bar owner... Hayden Burbank, 49. Come on, bruh. Bit old to be fucking around. It's 10 months with seven suspended. Thank you. Take that back. Sort of. Okay. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) And Mark Babbage? No, that's managing director. Sorry. Who is it? Hayden Burbank. Yeah, right. And finance firm managing director, Mark Babbage. Jesus Christ. Facebook magistrate caught on Wednesday via video link. Uh, they each pled guilty to three counts of failing to comply with a direction and one count of gaining benefit by fraud. So this is how I wanted to see how they did it. They got in on G2G travel pass applications, which indicated they had been in the Northern Territory for the past 14 days. Their applications were bolstered by falsified documents, including an NT driver's license, ANZ bank statement featuring an NT residential address, and a tenant's agreement. It was later determined they had flown from Melbourne to Darwin only eight days earlier and were therefore high-risk travellers who were not permitted to enter WA under its controlled border regime. The pair attended the grand final. They had a beer with one of the players. I wonder whether these guys, right, like fucking Melbourne haven't won the grand final in 70 Both years Both tested negative to COVID-19. Like, fair dinkum. To get three months jail. I know. Because you're out by six days. And you don't have fucking and COVID. And you don't have COVID. And you want to, and like, obviously they're Melbourne fans, right? That's the photo we saw before. Melbourne haven't won in fucking 30 years. That's or what years I mean. Like, I wonder if these guys are sitting in prison just going, fuck it, it was worth it to get there for the grand final win. Like- well, obviously they're like, fuck it, it's worth, like, maybe now that they got caught, people. people Three sp- months in prison, you might be like, maybe it's not worth it. People think, you know, I mean, your perception of a situation Christmas changes. Christmas behind bars. Yeah. That's ridiculous. People are more, you know, it's like drink driving. You're like, is it worth it? And then you get done and you're like, no, it wasn't worth it. No, but drink driving, like the, the, the outcome of drink driving could be killing yourself, killing other people. Like it's far more, you are driving around like a metal fucking. But what I'm trying to say to you is people do it and they get home and, they, and then they go, oh, it was worth it. But then they get done, they go, fuck, wasn't worth it. So like they were probably like, it's worth it. Yeah, fuck it. We fuck won't it. get caught or if we do, it's worth it. And then. How did now, they get caught? That's a good question. That'll be interesting. Also, seven months suspended. You get out of prison after three months and go back to Victoria. What are you going to do? What do you do to get the extra seven months again? Like, I wouldn't be going back to WA. Three months seems crazy, though. Surely you just find them out the arse. Failing to comply with the emergency director to a maximum sentence of 12 months in prison at $50,000 fines. Did they get fined? Surely they got fined. Yeah, they got fined. Oh, wow. So... It was because a photo was posted onto the AFL's actual Instagram page. Oh. So then the police put out a thing looking like 
But, uh, but so what? The AFL just put up a photo of these guys. Someone's ratted them out. Mm. Someone's ratted them Someone's out. ratted them. Some piece of Someone shit. Said, they wouldn't have any fucking idea otherwise because that's what people like. People rat each other out all the time. It was happening in New South Wales. My mate Freeman got ratted out. Someone said that he was down at the snow and that, the cops rocked up to his oh, house and he was I, like, what the fuck? Mate went through his Instagram and shit, like real fucking... Lose, ratting him out. What But he wasn't at the snow. He wasn't at the snow. It was another Jack Freeman was at the snow that they were trying to rat out. And then they went to this Jack Freeman. Obviously, there's more than one Jack Freeman in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to his house. And they were like, mate, where the fuck you been at the snow? He's like, nah, I haven't been at the snow. Like, show us your Instagram and shit. And then they were like... Can, can they even do that? You go, hey, uh, g- give me a... F- you can't just come in and search my well, fucking Instagram. Well, I Instagram think he could account. have been like, fuck off. Yeah. But I think he was like... Well, I didn't go to the snow, so I don't have to... I can just be... Yeah, yeah. Well, I just think that then there's like more layers to it. It's like, well, if you don't show us, then we're, you know... That's exactly right. It's just right. the easiest way to get rid of the situation. But it's like, you can't... Surely, like, I would be interested to know about what the legalities around, like, their right to come and look your Instagram like can't just go and follow me if you want to see what I've been up to but that's by way, the by someone's definitely telling, someone's 100% dobbing. ratted him out dude we got a fucking society of dibber-dobbers or you know what I actually don't think that's true I think most people wouldn't dibber-dob more than I think more people would dibber-dob than you think dibber-dobbers wear nappies wet ones too fucking I thought they do wet ones real yeah, wet real wet ones piss themselves um, so the WA police put out a statement saying we are appealing for information for members of the public to assist in urgently locating Hayden Burbank and Mark Babbage. And then they released images and descriptions of the pair. So, and so you know wild. what, if you're, if you're in a state and you know, you're not supposed to be there, keep your fucking head down. Yeah, Don't dude. post anything. Yeah. Don't fucking go yeah. and get photos with the players. No. Indiscreetly, out discreetly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's definitely like just. What are you doing? Yeah. You don't need to go and get photos of the fucking like, players. Like, sure. Well, okay. I, like, I'm on your side. Do I think that because you breach quarantine rules by six days, you should be locked up for three months? No, I don't. I think that's fucking absurd. You also tested negative. But play eyes up footy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> play eyes up footy. You know, Mal Gowan's running that shit. Yeah. And he's not going to take too kindly for people breaching his border, even though he can just walk across. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fucking, yeah. Be that's, a bit that's, smarter than that, That's mate. stupid. And that's almost, you, you, you've got three months prison for being dumb. Yeah, for being a dumb cunt. Yeah. That's why we're locking you up. Yeah. I reckon the judge, judge said as much. Yeah, you, you got two have been charged for being fucking dumb motherfuckers. Getting in photos. Head down. Celebrate at a bar and then fuck off back to Melbourne. I would, like, if I was that passionate, <laughs> passionate about it, about my club and needing to see him play that badly, I wouldn't rule that out of disguise, Tom. Those bloody goggles with the moustache and the nose? I wouldn't rule that out. Foolproof. Foolproof. Well, people can't recognise you. Plays a job. Like, Who's yes, di- people know I'm wearing the disguise, but I am disguised. I'm disguised. We are looking for a man with googly eyes, a big nose and a moustache. Yeah. Not me. Different person now. Different person. Whoops. That's how disguises work. Yeah, and you might say, yeah, but we know you're wearing a disguise. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm wearing a disguise. You don't know who I am. Am I the disguise guy? Am I me? Who Who am I? Who am I? Who's the man behind the mask? Exactly. Or in this case, the googly eyes. With the moustache and the big nose. That's what we're saying. Anyway, great story. Great yarn. Fucking funny. Huge. Huge. They'll be spending Christmas in prison, which is hilarious. Uh, but also and so far wildly unnecessary wildly unnecessary and a massive waste of resources um, Conor McGregor punched a DJ in the face is that is that what happened he did I he, love it I love it I love it too he's on holidays with his family his wife his children so I'm just getting up the name of this bloke and he's just punching and then DJs obviously Big Matty of Better Than Dior fame will back us up but Done. his name was Francesco Fashionetti. Sounds Italian, Eddie. So that checks out. So it checks out. Conor McGregor getting his kid baptised at the Vatican is as dribbly. Is that what he That's why he was there. <laughs> that's dribbly. That is... That's, oh, I've got too much money and too much time. Yeah, but that's fantastic. It's great. That is so Conor McGregor getting his son baptised at the Vatican <laughs> before going out and punching an Italian DJ. <laughs> Who he, he was partying with. He like attacked apparently me without motivation with. as we talked for more than two hours and we also had fun together. So he was claimed he was attacked 
It was un- attacked in an unprovoked nature after he and his wife had would spent two hours partying with them. And then he punched him in front of 10 witnesses at the St. Regis Hotel. What's he said to him? Khabib's better? What? Uh, if we got the video, is his lip split? Oh, he fucking connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets, he, he gets him a couple everyone. of times. He is there him- video? No, but like, it's like his top lip, bottom lip vibe. Luckily, he was very close to me, so couldn't load up on his punch. He flew back, fell on the table, and then on the ground. The first thing that came to mind was, are we kidding? Is it a show? Then I was paralyzed. I turned around and saw that his friends were holding him against the wall because he wanted to continue beating Francesco. Then they took him away. I turned on the light, and the guards turned them off. Francesco was bleeding. I wanted to help. Guards too. What is he? Like, what's going on? I wonder if he's got CTE. He's just going around. He could just be on. a fuckwit, right? Like he could just be a fuckwit. He gets on the drink, acts like a prick. Like there's also that. But like you do wonder. Joe Rogan's in a podcast recently where he was like, he goes, the biggest moral dilemma I have with being involved in MMA is that the vast, vast, vast majority of every of fighters are all suffering with some form of brain trauma, and just trying to like, you know, deal with that. In what way, like in what... Well, it'll be manifesting differently, but like whether it's just fucking headaches, whether it's like mental, like whether it's depression, whether it's fucking forgetting where your keys are or the name of your kids, like there's a spectrum of it. But he was he was like, that's the biggest dilemma I have with... Um, really? Well, his might well be aggression. Well, exactly, right? Like just the erratic behaviour, like John Jones fucking headbutting cars and fucking toweling up his missus and shit. Like. But Connor does just seem like a fuckwit. But then when he's like interviewed, like when he's being genuine and like he seems very nice and per- maybe that's just the way of like that's a manipulation. Well, I think, it, yeah, but it's him, pl- it's him putting his mask on, right? Yeah. It's, it's his disguise. It's his media. He gets in front of the media and he fucking tells you what you want to hear. You'd think he, you'd forget that he snapped his, on the pitch, his leg in people. half like fucking not that long ago. He hasn't really missed a beat without like a broken leg. No. He stayed in front of the fucking media more than ever. 100% he has. And maybe that was part of it. He's like, well, I'm going to be off my feet for a while, so I need to be in the media. So I'm going to try and fight Machine Gun Kelly. I'm going to try and fight this Francesco loser who no one knows. He's certainly fighting some softcocks, isn't he? Well, he's picking his battles yeah. pretty well, isn't he? <laughs> Find me like high-profile softcocks <laughs> and let me have a crack. <laughs> I bet you know what I mean? Like you've got the BMF belt and then Connor's got the fucking high-profile softcock. Belt. Yeah, the softcock belt. The softcock belt. FCB. F? S. SCB, yeah. SCB. That's exactly right. No sleep. No sleep. No sleep. Hang no in there, buddy. Hanging in. Partners, dribblers. Uh, this came to my attention today by the one, the only, the Matt of filling in for Dior fabulously fame. Yeah. Fucking try this on for size, right? <laughs> Cricket, dribbly shit, where heaps of dribblers play. Yes. Filled with dribblers. Like no other sport, probably. Mm. Nathan Bennett playing the local West Australia D-grade comp. Okay. West Australian D-grade. Guess how many runs he went for in an over. What did he go for? 50 runs in one over. So how's that? How does that work? Eight sixes. So obviously he had a couple of And then two extras. No, so like, so there was two no balls that were tonked for for six. six. Yeah. Then six sixes. Six sixes and then the two extras for the no balls. Oh my god, that is, dude! Imagine thinking that you play like eight D's, sixes. You went for, but playing D's like D grade West Australia. You're thinking, well, there's I'm obviously not going to make it, and I'm not going to do anything of note in the cricket world because I'm yeah. playing D grade West Australia. And you're like, well, little did you know, whatever that guy's name was, you're going to get tonked Nathan for, Bennett. Nathan Bennett, you're going to get tonked for eight sixes. You're going to go for fucking fifty in and over, and that's how you're going to make the news. And there's going to be an article about you, and people are going to take the piss out of you. Yeah, and that's your, that's you, mate. That's you, dude. That's the most D grade shit I've ever heard. That's as D grade as it gets. That's as D grade as it gets. It's so fucking great. It's so D grade. That's almost is that's almost like the greatest achievement in D's cricket, right? Because like even if you get a hundred, cool. Like oh, you got a hundred playing against fucking losers. Like it's about how D grade can you be. Well, if you well, you got to exactly because you're in the D's, so you got to be all about the D's, yeah. and that means leaving and breathing D's cricket. Yeah, this cunt got the memo. 
He's like, all right, I've got to be a fucking... Nathan Bennett is a genius at his craft, and yeah. his craft is D-grade he's cricket. D-grade cricket. He's, yeah. he's unbelievable at being What awful. was he bowling? Pies. Yeah, well, obviously pies, but I'd love to know, was he a spinner? Was he fucking... The poor bowler was tonged for 50 runs in one over. The mind-blowing miracle came on the back of eight consecutive sixes struck in the eight-ball over that included two noeys. <laughs> It was the first and last over that Bennett bowled at his Kingsley Woodvale Cricket Club, who was flogged by Sorrento Duncraig in a first innings bloodbath on Saturday. Sorrento Duncraig reached six for 276 off 40 overs. Oh. And Kingsley reached 100, eight for 154 from 40 overs. Not a bad, well, I mean, 100 The 77 off. run over. Both the openers scored, or oh, two batters scored centuries. Um, Have you seen what's on the screen here? Yeah, this is the best. So this is off the back of the 50 run over from Nathan, whatever. The so fuck. I'm pretty sure that guy's got the, like, he's got some sort of fucking loser record, record, whatever. But the actual, the, the record for first class cricket, FC, is 77. A bloke went for 77 runs. His name was Bert Vance, okay? Back in 1990... The bloke was he—he's a Kiwi, I believe. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Nip down a little bit, Dave. Yeah, so, Dave. I mean, <laughs> fucking Matt. How is this, Vance? So he got tonked for fucking five sixes, and then proceeded to bowl a succession of no balls. Of his first seventeen deliveries, only one—the second—was legitimate. Full toss after full toss was lobbed down from two or three yards down the track. Bert overdid it somewhat. I wonder if this guy's related to, like, as if he's like Streety's granddad or something. He could be, bro. Because Street, the, the only reason Street doesn't have 77 ball uh, run overs in uh, the, the T20 comp we play in is because you're actually only allowed, like, six balls and over. Like, at some point, I think they cap you where they go, all right, that's. Bert was capped. Bird only bowled five legitimate deliveries. Yes, but you are only able to bowl a certain amount of deliveries in 2020 cricket. So, like, you can't bowl 17 fucking noeys. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're saying they ran out of balls? No, so, they didn't. No, no, no. I'm saying for, for in for, with Hamish for Streety. No, I understand that. I'm saying this is first class. Yes. They they actually decided to pull this cunt off. Oh, really? Oh, they were just like, you know what, dude? They go, this is, it's it's too much. 77 runs. That's absurd. And what, what class of cricket? First class. First class. That's New ridiculous. Zealand. That's ridiculous. How do you... How it says a lot happen? about first-class cricket in New Zealand at the time. The fucking oath it does. The over went as follows. 0 Jesus. Oh my, imagine, imagine. The balls in bold are the legitimate yeah, ones. So, Noe, legitimate. Noe, 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 legitimate, legitimate, Noe, legitimate, legitimate. Imagine seeing him go for his fifth, sixth. He only bowled five legitimate balls and they went, nah, sorry, bro. Imagine seeing him go five sixes in a row of all of Noe's. See if you count that up. At one point, he had 71 off one ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good shit. Cricket, dude. Cricket. Cricket. What else is there? There's no other sport like it. It's so palatable. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Bert. Where's he at? Uh, is he still kicking? What's his name? Bert Vance? Yeah, dude. Bert Vance, is he still with us? Or did he die of shame? He might have. Would that you begrudge a man dying of shame after a fucking 77 run over? Not in first class cricket. That is something that may you may die of shame. He actually played four tests for New Zealand. What? For New Zealand, that doesn't surprise. Again. Yeah, yeah. Didn't the bowl state of New Zealand cricket in the 90s must have been Maybe he was fucking drunk, deplorable. Dude. Who knows? 
Who knows? A lot of unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered questions. But I love that yarn. It's hilarious. Anyway, no dribbles this week because uh, there's just too much going on. We can't get into dribbles this late in the day. I've got to go back and get back to my family. Um, we'll be back Thursday, about even Wednesday. Uh, we've also got a special about even pod. Is that already up? No. That'll be out tomorrow as well. Yep. Uh, previewing the basketball, Michael Pride. You may not realise we fucking got the golf again. One, two. Uh, you're welcome. We're also, Michael also likes to uh, fucking make his living picking NBA. So. 100 units last year. 100 right. units last year. Mm. Just a bit better than me. 102. 102. So. You know, you'd be silly not to. If you're not already subscribed to the About Even podcast, please go subscribe. iTunes, YouTube, uh, Spotify, whatever. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All that shit. Eddie, is there anything else from you? I think you've covered it marvelously, mate. Marvelously. Well said. Marvelously. Marvelously. Well done. Well done to you. Well done to everyone. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>